The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors. Broadway Media, Exactware, The Salt Lake Tribune, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Hey, thanks for choosing Geek Show Podcast. We appreciate it. You have chosen wisely. We want to thank our sponsors that help pay for our party, and you should thank them too. PC Laptops. They can fix any brand of PC, give you a free diagnostic and virus malware scan. Find them at PCLaptops.com. Dr. Volt's Comet Connection, 2043 East, 3300 South. They're open seven days a week. Your hold is free and gives you a 10% discount off purchases over $20. Cabin Fever in historic Trolley Square in Salt Lake. From meek to freak to geek, gift giving is now easy for the weirdo on your list. It's Cabin Fever. The Atomic Arcade at 3939 Highland Drive. Classic arcade games at classic prices. And our new friends at Newmont University where 88% of students land a job in technology before they've even graduated. Learn more at newmonts.edu. That's N-E-U-M-O-N-T dot E-D-U. Again, thanks to all of our sponsors. Let them know that they have chosen wisely. When you see them, tell them Geek Show says hey. It's just a jerk-off show. Well, the radio, a- the radio version of it's terrible. <laughs> Does he know about that Geek Show podcast? <laughs> Close your ears if you haven't read it. I don't really give a shit if you have or not. It's a book. And then she lets you peck her on the cheek. He's fat and old. Oh, there's a new Evil Dead on the way, there's- and it's scary as hell. And if, if Akira is motorcycles chasing, then he can do it. I'll plug my business after I get done being vulgar. Oh, Thank God we got through the sponsors. Geekshowpodcast.com and we're back Woo-hoo. in the basement. Yeah. Super. Ah, oh. somebody's panting. It's uh, me. <laughs> <laughs> I, ran, I ran here. He ran all the way. We're so proud of him. Now oh, Shannon brought his dog with him. <laughs> She's under the table. Big old pit bull. Evil beast. Vicious killer. <laughs> All right, uh, well, let's introduce the panel. We'll get to it. Uh, we all saw a lot of TV this week. We should yes. get to it. A lot saw of TV, stuff. We saw movies. Excellent. A lot of stuff happened this week. Yeah. I'm going to get spoilered. I ain't seen shit. Oh, <laughs> I was trying to catch up right here. Yeah. That's what I was doing on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> they, still, they still haven't seen all of it. Same here. Yeah. Uh, there was just so much of it. There was. There yeah. was a ton of it. All right, let's begin. Jimmy Martin. Hello. Uh, watch me on KUTV every Saturday and Sunday morning. Uh we just got through doing the Hobbit junket, which was fun, and, uh, and so we're seeing you with uh, the celebrities from the Hobbit. Yeah, well, this—I mean, as we this comes out yesterday, but you know, you can find it on KUTV.com. But uh, yeah, we interviewed Martin Freeman and uh, the Elf Room, which was Evangeline Lilly, Lee Pace, and Orlando Bloom. But I think those two interviews will be at the end of this episode. Click so, on that shit. Yeah. Well, it'll also be on the end of this. Oh, on the end of this. This episode. Episode. Yeah, this one. Yeah. Oh, but you, you want to hear it, yeah. and then you want to go and look at it. Because that's a room full of pretty, right? Because what you'll, what you'll hear is the unedited stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what you'll see on the TV is the cleaned up for the... Uh, Cleaned up and for the folks they, stuff. They weren't like really dirty like like Aniston was, but you know you only have a certain amount of time for the air, so that's true. It's the full full interview. Oh, it's because you didn't interview Kate Blanchett. Because <laughs> if you had, it would have been really naughty. Yeah, ooh, it's not stuff. Is she is she a potty mouth? Yes. At least in my damn mind it, she I wish is. she was there. She's a translucent potty mouth. <laughs> All right. Wait, she used to be a dude. You can see right through her. <laughs> Oh, we'll talk. Don't oh, okay. use three-syllable um, words with Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> Translucent. Yeah, that's three. Look it up. 
Google it, kids. Jay Whitaker. What's up? Hi. How you doing? What, what is that that you have there? I got some super green juice. Yeah. Got it says SG right there. Yeah, it's got cucumber, bok choy, uh, some lemon, some ginger, some apple, some kale, some spinach. And some wheatgrass. Probably. There's I don't it. know. It's pretty good. And so I was right when I said you just don't have time to chew your food. I really don't. Like, oh, I am. Okay. I, I, I like to s- what Jay has. <laughs> what, what, what Jay has there is a giant glass full of phytonutrients, and he's supercharging. Phyto? Phytonutrients. Oh, and he's, I thought it was a dog. Oh, I was going to say. He's, and he's charging, he's charging his cells up with chlorophyll. He's actually taking really good cell, uh, care of himself with that drink. Thank you. I Good for you. Thank you. I, I, shut up and drink your Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll get to it. This is water. <laughs> um, hey guys, I got a, I got a, this thing that I'm gonna be doing yes. uh, coming up soon. I want you to check out my uh, my Facebook fan page, which I hate having, but do it. I'm gonna be making a huge announcement. I got this web series that I'm putting together called Friend Zone, and um, it's it's a, going to be a cool show that I'm putting together. If you guys are interested, I want you to email my manager Devin D E V A N. At Vaughn Studios, V O N S T U D I O S. Yeah. Okay. Can you tell us about the plot? It's of the it's, show? it's kind of all right. All right. Here's the premise. It's the premise. It's going to be basically my own. It's it's kind of like Conan meets Late Night meets uh, Tosh meets uh, who's that other guy? Man versus Food. So it's like it's a lot of what? it's just me doing it's me doing chaos in a suit all the time. In a suit. In a suit. Well dressed. And um, it, it'll be it'll be a good time. I will have you guys on there. So. I'm, I'm his band leader. <laughs> Actually, I have a band too. Damn, I have a band. I was this close to being his band. One leader. guy plays the yes flute. Really? Yes. I shit you not. Yes. So uh, check it out. Um, if you guys are interested, email <laughs> Devin at Vaughn Studios because it's going to be awesome. And uh, check me out at the Idaho Laugh Fest in uh, January eighth through the eleventh. Lee's band leader name is Quest Leave. <laughs> Quest Leave. There you go. I like that. <laughs> All right. Scott Pierce, everyone. Yo. <laughs> Yo. I'm really grateful for Jay's drink because there's so many things I'm not allowed to eat anymore, but that's one that I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't actually, have that? I actually, I probably could, but uh, I don't every, want every, to. Every, everything, in that, everything in that's good for you. Don't try it. Ugh, uh, I had that. I'm sick of stuff that's good for you. Scott, what's, what's the thing that you're missing eating the most? Pie. Pie, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> pie of any kind. You know, pie. Although the f- I've had, I can have a lot. I can have a little pie. Every yeah, time. we all need a little pie sometimes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Are we still talking about pie? <laughs> yeah, we're talking about pie. Okay, definitely talking Ahuga. about pie. I, Morning Zoo. I forgot too. <laughs> all right, uh, Scott you can, Pierce. Uh, you can look stuff up if you find a way to find my stories at the Tribune website. Yeah. Please let me know. I, I, I you can do a it search. On my website. You can do a search on my name in Salt Lake Tribune, and maybe something will come up, and you can. <laughs> Is yeah. it still an issue? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you'll, you'll yes. find a story that says, uh, Scott Pierce kills IT. Well, <laughs> I, I, no, I didn't have anything to do with it. You mentioned it, I think, in the first episode of The Last Batch. That's like a oh, month and that, ago. Oh, and that was a month in. Oh, yeah. I, believe me. Right. I, I know exactly what he's going through. <laughs> <laughs> right? Okay. I mean, if you go, if you go and like just click on entertainment and television, the blog comes up, but none of my stories come up. And this yeah. has been pointed out to the people. I, I love it guys who who want to design your website in a cool new way, <laughs> but they've never bothered to use a newspaper site, yeah. so they don't know really what they're doing. Yeah. They, you know, they're, they're yeah. making it look good. That's all they care about. E- usability, accessibility—that's a different thing. The media cluster I worked at and left in 2006 still hasn't fixed their website. Wow, it's been nine years, and that is. 
Quest leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quest Lee George Cade. It's so hard to spell Quest leave Not with the math, but if it there. was 2006, that was eight years ago. Well, I'm I'm rounding up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and besides, there's a reason why I was on radio. I can't count. Ah. Right. So I can count down. That's about it. So uh, and I can cook. That's go, something go I'm also quite good at. Uh, and uh, the Whitaker nachos are slowly creeping up in in sales. So they were our number That's two right. bestseller. Now they're our number. One and a half bestseller. All right. So they come in. They what come in right work? after the special. I don't. Well, I I look at the sales every day, and I'm like, well, it's selling better and better all the time. So uh, mm, yeah, it's nacho season. Good stuff. We're at 145 East, 1300 South Suite, 201 in Salt Lake City, Utah. Open Monday through Saturday, eight to eight. And I have a deal going on uh, right now through I think the 23rd will be the last day we're open before Christmas. Uh, you can pick up a $25 gift card for 20 bucks, save nice. you 20 percent, and uh, people can say, vegan what? <laughs> so. I always, all right. I always say vegan one. Yeah. Vegan what? Vegan what? Yeah. Or, or you can ask the other question that we hear all the time. Where do you get your protein? Oh boy, Dust. just you should have cards printed up. Say I got your just, protein hanging. And then yep. just hand out a card. <laughs> with the, you know. yep. It's a good vegan shirt. I got your protein hanging. He has your protein hanging. He is Shannon Barnson. What's up, Mike? What's going on? Is that okay? I got that beer for ah, you. Thanks. Good. All right. It's good. <laughs> Shannon was running a little late, so I, ah, brought, yeah. I brought him a beer Just down. The way oh. my life's going. Fucking oh, my. flat tire. <laughs> which, One arm that works. Which tire yeah. was it? Fucking trees costing $500. Fuck this world. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, I hate trees too. <laughs> Fuck you, trees. <laughs> Fucking trees. No tree. He's like, I am Groot. Fuck you, Groot. <laughs> Fucking trees. <laughs> Five. A hundred miles away, costing me money. Asshole trees. Asshole trees. <laughs> you should uh, you should I'm burn you should confused. burn those trees and perhaps any property attached. They're five hundred fucking miles away. <laughs> uh, you know, I'll what? hire somebody. Yeah, you could be uh, cheaper. You know, my uh, no, four Mike. and a half days. I don't give a shit anymore. I'm just gonna <laughs> sit in my apartment and drink. I'm exactly in the same boat as you, sir. Four and a half days. Yep. <clears throat> Basically. <laughs> wow. Quad T. Hey. Hi. I'm one of those IT guys that you hate. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you do a good job on the shit, though. I do. Yeah, you I, think, I try to anyway. You think about the person using the site. You don't approach it from, this is how I'm going to design the site. You think about the user mm. and their limitations, right? I, I would if I designed I websites. I can only look at so much porn but I do other I do other IT things. That's true. Networking <laughs> and such. But yes, they're stupid. <laughs> follow, <laughs> follow Tony on Twitter. He tweets uh, quite a lot of game stuff. Yeah, I like the, the games. games. I like the technology. Yeah, I like the thanks, games. Thanks, Borat. <laughs> you know, your like, Twitter is uh, it's at Quad T Tony. Thank you. Everybody should just hire Robbie Petrich if you want a website done right. Robbie cares so much about people because he's just a nice guy. Hmm. He'll, he'll make sure your site's done. All right, cool. I'll give him a call. Yeah, call him tomorrow. Okay, well, let's our not forget host. our host. No. Come on. Gary Jackson. Gary. Oh, thank you God so much. Goddamn Jackson. Yeah, uh, I am. Uh, uh, you can, yeah, you can hear the you you can finally hear the station at x96.com. Oh, wow. That's that, a cool technology. Thing. That was an idea that we had back back <laughs> in the 90s. Your IT guys got it working. They did finally. Good for them. Uh, the so, technology finally exists. That's yes. weird because they had it working 10 years ago. I know weird, huh? Yeah, cuz I used to um, listen to it when I lived in Oregon and be like, exactly. "I remember that guy." Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, Monday through Friday 6 to 10 is the only thing that matters. Where do we begin? Uh, where do we begin? Before we get to the TV stuff, the really the big news, I, I guess, is 
it's pretty big, right? The uh, the Star Wars character names. Yay! I don't I think care. it's more cool about how they announced it. It was the classiest reveal yeah. of of character names. So JJ is is of a certain age that remembers the old. What are they? Tops. Yeah, they were tops. the tops. tops yeah. The tops trading yeah. cards, and in particular, the first the first editions that came out in 1977 and 78. Yep. Dan Young brought us some once. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and I I've, still got some. Of I ate the gum. Yeah, I've got some in, in the next room. <laughs> I have a cigar box with uh, two full print runs of the original Star Wars yeah. trading cards in them. And they're like red and yellow and blue. Red, yellow, and blue. Yeah. Yep. And, and then Empire came out and they were just red. Yeah. So he released a series of, uh, it was like uh, six or seven of them, and using the footage from the Star Wars trailer that was out and made cards. And under the picture, you get a description of what's happening in, in the movie at that time. Yeah. Uh, and so we got names of characters. Which really messed with some people that, you know, for, for months now, people have been reporting on uh, Daisy, uh, Daisy, Daisy Ridley. Yeah. They've been reporting her name, her character's name as, as Kira for yeah. months and months sure. and months. Yeah. Well, uh, wrong. So, so much for that Kira theory. Thank God. Which is another reason why it's more important to be right than first. Right. Yep. Uh, us Latino review. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Daisy Ridley is Ray. It yeah. says here, and it says Ray on her speeder. That's yep. R-E-Y. Yep. Uh, but um, uh, the uh, the guy flying the X-Wing, Oscar Isaac, yeah. his name is Poe Dameron. It's very Star Warsy. That's yeah. super Star Warsy. Yep. <laughs> um, the uh, crossbar saber holder, black With the hoodie. medieval sword. Oh, yeah. the, the broadsword saber? The broadsword saber's mm. character's name is Kylo Ren. Sure. All right. Star Warsy. <laughs> yeah. Um, or Swarzy, as we say in the merch. Have you seen that Swarzy. thing where they show the people bitching about, you know, the, obviously the side blades, mm-hmm. uh, but the original poster where Luke's holding the saber up and it fires up into the sides? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, if you, if you have issues with the crossbar on I that. I don't care. Uh, no, I'm, I'm saying to the listeners, uh, go ahead and go to YouTube and, uh, and, and pull up. Um, uh, oh, I can't believe I'm forgetting his name. Now I feel really stupid. Right. Well, anyway. No, uh, it's... <laughs> <laughs> wow, never mind. Drink your beer. I'm just going to be quiet now. Uh, our lost stormtrooper, uh, John Boyega. His, yeah. His name is Finn. Yeah. But the most important name that we got out of all of them was the ball droid's name. <laughs> BB-8. Sure. BB-8. I like it. BB-8. Basketball-8. Yeah, Basketball-8. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there like you go. It. I like it. Be- okay. Ah, it came eight. back. It's John Colbert. Or he, he actually uh, broke. What the hell is John Colbert? I, I don't know. John Stewart. Uh, <laughs> Stephen Colbert. Stephen Colbert. I'm sorry. I don't know what's wrong with me. I want you some super green. It's oh. December. It's December. My brain's no, shot. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Now. There's, there's a clip out there. Stephen yeah. Colbert actually broke it down. And this guy's such a super nerd. He actually explains what's up with the crossbar and everything. Yeah. And how, you know, no, you can't cro- cut the crossbar off or any of that stuff. So. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not going to talk at all for the next three episodes. That's right, John but, Colbert. Uh, promises, so promises. It's their son. <laughs> Good old John Colbert. So as soon as, and I'm going to miss him. So <laughs> as soon as as soon as these cards and names came out, what of course happened? Bitching. People freak out. Star Wars fans are almost as bad as DC fans in their self-destructive attitudes. Hey. Yep. I'm sorry, honey. Because mm. um, <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't met a single person... In real life, who's bitched about this? Not in real life. We're, we're yeah. all pretty damned excited it's about it. It's all the Twitterverse. Yeah. Yeah. They started bitching about how horrible the names are, to, oh. which, to which I remind them, Dooku. 
How about Kitty Fisto? How about yeah, Kit Fisto? How about Jar Jar? And Jar Jar, and how about Dexter Jetster? Okay. Yeah. All right. So shut the fuck up, All General right. Grievous. And yeah. that's and that's <laughs> that's why I, I was really ambivalent towards this announcement. I'm just like, what would you say? Wait, wait, wait what? Ambivalent. Oh, okay. I can't even work up to ambivalence. I know. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting, but yeah, I was, to to react strongly to this in one way or the other exactly is I was just like, oh, cool. stupid. Yeah, names. What? Who cares? I don't think any of those names are any weirder than Han Solo. Oh no, they're not. Yeah. But so, what the hell? I know. I just I I just See, can't. If you know somebody in your life who thinks I do have, I did grow up with a kid named BB-8. <laughs> <laughs> my, my wife had the best reaction of all because in German the word "po" means butt. But cool, so she's like Poe Dameron. His name's Butt Dameron. <laughs> uh, my my thing is is you're excited for those cards when you know what's going on mm-hmm. and you've seen the movie and you yeah. can say, oh yeah, I remember that part. It was really cool. But when they announce stuff like that and put it on the card and everything before the movie, has, it has no frame of context. Well, and it has like, no frame Meh. of context for you. For those of us that were running down to the, you know, whatever. Uh, no, farm, no, no, no. The 7-Eleven. I understand the nostalgia factor. Yeah. 100%. And He's that is, talking about the context of the narrative. Of the, of the oh, sure, yeah, sure, sure. Related sure. To, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the narrative. Like, what the fuck do you want it to be named? It's a, it's a fucking name. Exactly. What do you, I, you want some guy named fucking Dave in Star Wars? Dave Shut Smith. Up. I'm you Dave Anderson. Bob Smith, do it! Dave Anderson. <laughs> Scott Scott Wilson. Scott, yeah. Scott what? Scott Wilson? Scott Wilson. What's this going to be in there? I would like to see Egg Foo. Egg Foo needs Egg, to be in the Star Wars name. Egg Foo's a Star Wars name. It is a Star it Wars is. name. <laughs> but if you know somebody in your life who is just who just thinks that the names are terrible, I'm please gonna, take, look up some Star Wars take them aside today. You know, yeah. counsel them. Put your arm around them and go. Star and then push them off that cliff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, put your arm around them and, and squeeze, say, squeeze them. And just say, tightly around the neck. Just, uh-huh. just say, <laughs> if you're going to be that kind of geek, we can't hang out anymore. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll just fucking grab them and shake them and say, try having some real fucking problems. <laughs> and let me remind you of the immortal Dash Rendar. Dash Rendar. There's a good one here. What's that right. little thing's name that was uh, with Jabba the Hutt? Salacious, Salacious crumb. crumb. There you go. We're going <laughs> to complain about any name. Well, Max Rebo. Nothing yeah. wrong with him. Well, Jabba the Hutt. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Jabba the Hutt. I just generated 50 different Star Wars names. All right, here we go. I just went to a Star Wars. Uh, How Ron Onasi. Oh, yeah. Oh, he married Jacqueline Kennedy. No, he created uh, Scientology, <laughs> I thought. Drake Zarabos. These are not real names. Harry Potter. Yeah. Lonus Varick. <laughs> I had mine removed. Tot Finn. Oh, they're delicious. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, Todd Finn. No, this one's my favorite. You Richardson. What? Richardson? Yeah. Letter yeah. U or? Why you? Like, you Richardson. You Richardson. Yo. Me, James. These, these are not real character names. These are just these are just random. I just went to a Star Wars. You went Wars to a Star Wars name generator. Yeah. <laughs> random name generator. Yannick Moreland. General or Gerald Arlos. Enric Straver. Uh, Rosh Horain, Shaden Everbright, Dax I like Baldwin. that one. Hey, stop, stop, stop it, Candolandrisian. <laughs> <laughs> I do like Shaden Everbright. That's like that's that's the, that's like an American version of Benedict Cumberbatch. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, Shaden, Shaden Everbright, that's like an elf stripper. Yeah. Again, going back to the originals, uh, Leia Organa. Yeah, yeah, that's so, not so that's a normal not, name. Oh, oh no. come on, for fuck's sake, Luke Skywalker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. my name's stupid. Let's look at the heart of the matter here, okay? <laughs> Calrissian, motherfucker. <laughs> Lando Calrissian. I I liked Lando, though. Yeah. That's, that's a good Lando name. Is, it's a good name. Like Lando. Lando is just Landon without an N. Yeah. But how many friends do you have named Lando? None. <laughs> Seven. I know, I know three people named Landon. Lando. Landon? I know a black dude named Landon, I and mean, everybody calls him Lando. So we don't know anybody named Lando? 
Uh, I'm going to change that. That's too bad. I, I no. preferred his brother Leroy Calrissian. <laughs> <laughs> Leroy, Leroy Calrissian. No, that's Leroy Calrissian. <laughs> that's Robo <Robert> Hood. <laughs> the name of the episode is Leroy Calrissian. <laughs> <laughs> Leroy's <laughs> new dog. Leroy's just crashing at uh, the Cloud City, not paying his fucking rent. Lando's like, God damn it. My brother's always motherfucking late. Don't you know who my brother is? smoke coming out of the windows. You guys, he's he's the guy with the with the used speeder lot down in down in Star City. It's it's Leroy Calrissian. It's new dog. He's he's all pumping on the shit. Emporium. Welcome to Cloud City, motherfucker. Well, I think I think that uh, 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 George stole the whole Cloud City idea from Star Trek, anyway. Yeah, oh. probably. Stratos. The uh, uh, the uh, sorry. What was that? Zipper. I thought your dog was having a heart attack. Uh, I thought it was my dog. I was like, what the fuck? I don't is that? know. There's a man next to me making zipper noises. But there's I didn't mark know what that time. Make. I wanted. I want you to turn that audio. Some, uh, something else to look for though is uh, is Google Key and Peel Lando Calrissian. Yes, yes, yeah, that's so funny. That's they do funny. some really funny Lando sketches, okay. and they're clearly Star Wars fans. Uh, on your guys' yeah. advice, I've started watching that show. It's a great show. Fucking yeah. funny. Really good. All right, let's talk TV then. Yes, um, a lot of TV happened. If only I, we had a TV expert here to talk. About. Oh, there he is down there, huh? Lando. <laughs> what is what? that? Yeah, Leroy. <laughs> hey, Leroy. Leroy and I <laughs> watched like, a lot of TV this week. <laughs> 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 what? Uh, well, what did you? Uh, what did you watch this week? I watch everything, but I'm behind on a few things. You, uh, I know, have probably seen, is it Ascension? I've seen the first two hours. Yeah. And that uh, premieres, well, that's on all this week. Which actually. one is that? Well, it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday yeah. on Sci-Fi. It's, it's the first episode. or the, Actually, they're doing, it's kind of two episodes a night. It's uh, 85 minutes the first night and two hours the second and third nights. And they sent me the first, the first night. Um, it, and it's, it's, it's really, I have a very hard time talking about this. I will say because at the end of the eighty-five minutes, there is a huge twist that I can't even allude to well, isn't, isn't without it, ruining the isn't show. Isn't it in uh, all of the descriptions of the plot? No. Ooh. Because I've read it like two or three times. <laughs> I, let me let me write it down. <laughs> all right. Pass the note. Pass the note. Which I don't even know which which show is this. It's a it's a sci-fi miniseries. First season or or, or first time? No. Oh, Wait, not that? Oh, okay. <laughs> Wait, all right. Is this the satellite? Well, the mur- show? There's a there's a murder very early. There's it's a murder, and it's and it's right. it's actually a great deal more about the characters than it is about okay um, the, than it is about being in outer space. The plot is, and I love the plot is full it's, of loopholes. It's 1966, Three. right? 63. Because Kennedy is still president, and Kennedy put together oh. a secret space program. I say right, we, we go that, to the moon. We saw that installation for it at yeah. uh, Comic Con. Exactly. Oh yeah, they had all the dummies out yeah, in front yeah. of the and and uh, it is uh, we're oh, going to put us. fifty of our best and smartest and prettiest people on a ship and send them out to find a place for us to to live when this planet is destroyed. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. It's the middle of it's it's Cold War. They don't know if the world's going to survive, and it's actually six hundred people they put yeah. on this ship on a hundred year journey to Proxima, um, where they're gonna. You know, found a new world in case the one we have now gets destroyed. So the no, just in case, so that's the, called so diversification of your species. Yeah. So the entire ship is like 1963 looks, clothes, and yeah. it's like Mad Men in space, oh, okay. kind of. That's oh, cool. cool. I won't be on it. They're a and, little uh, more progressive in terms <laughs> of race relations. The first officer is black. That was but. my first question. Was <laughs> Did we did we include everybody on yeah. the on the show? Well, there are <laughs> Asians, there are black folks, there are you know, yeah. Are there Mexicans? 
I didn't get a full cast list. What so, about Eskimos? But it's been. Well, I hope not. It's been going. It's been going on for years. Fifty-one right? years. Fifty-one years, and everything's been fine. And they have sure their first is. murder. Oh, so and it's two thousand. It's two thousand fourteen on the ship. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's 2014, yeah, it's, but they have not had any contact with Earth, so they have no. They don't know if Earth they didn't see Star exists. Wars. They don't know about civil rights. They don't know about yeah. They don't know Star Wars exists. Uh, they That's don't crazy. know about any of that stuff. They, they don't know see, what a Cardassian is. They lucky don't. Lucky. <laughs> they didn't even see Star Trek. I thought Cardassians were in the. Star Wait, so Trek. Has, has the populace grown? You know, like people. Well, have babies? No, no. They uh-huh. they regulate it very closely. Oh, I thought they've been having babies. Okay, they have. I mean, because now, I mean, there is no one. I believe everybody from the original crew is now dead, but you can only have a baby if somebody's dead. Oh, wow. So, uh, overpopulation. So, right. So they, they have kept the population at 600. Wow. But it's it's a great plot. Yeah, I just love it. Cool. I, I think I'm going to watch this. And thing. it looks good. I was only concerned when I saw the captain was uh, Penny Can from Cougar Town. Yes. I forgot his name. Um, oh, that guy. I forgot his name, too. He, he, he usually plays comedy, but uh, he's fine. I guess he's, he's pretty good in this. Anyway. And 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 I almost said seven of nine. I'm adding this to my list. <laughs> yeah. Watch. Um, the, the Cylon is his wife. Yeah, she's like, uh, the, first, Helfer? She's oh. like the first lady. Oh. Trisha Helfer? So yeah. you get to see her. You get to see her in those Mad Men era clothes. And, ah. Are you serious? And, ah. and, and being kind of a bitch. <laughs> you know? So. I think Shannon likes it. Yeah, it's it sounds good. I don't know. I'm gonna check it out this week. Yeah. Anyways, is it start this week? I went yes. kick out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. How many? Uh, how many? I like her episodes. Or it's just six. 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 Okay. It's like a mini series that they're hoping to pick up as a series. Although I kind of don't think so. You don't think so? Is this? I should shut up. Well, tell us. No, 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 no. If I if I told you, it would ruin it for you and everyone who listens. Did you like it? Yeah, I did like it. But you can tell us when we take it. Yeah, I'll have to tell you. Well, the other stuff that we did watch, well, let's see. (laughs) Who, who, Who... Watched everything. I'm holding my hand up. I, Me and Tony. Just go, I'm close. You know, it's my I, fault, you guys. I only it's missed. I only missed Arrow. I'm but halfway I, through Arrow, but oh, I know how man. it ended. All right, oh, it's my fault. Man. So just go ahead. Well, let's let's. Uh, what do you want to talk about first? Arrow. We'll, we'll, we'll do Shield. Can I, shield. Yeah. Can I just say what's fucked up? All right. So okay, I am behind on both Arrow and Flash. Because you know my uh, my Flash boyfriend Charlie. I yeah. only watch it with him. You always wait. I'm very fucking loyal, and. For the last two I'd weeks, say too loyal in my, this case. My, my, my girl's truck is broken down on both the days that uh, Charlie and I are supposed to watch the show, right? And then at the Christmas party, she's over there. She's like talking to Tony about how good it was. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? We had a good you chat. Wa- <laughs> I'm like, you watched it. You're driving a man. <laughs> yeah, we had a good talk. Well, she's that's, so great. that's where loyalty gets you, I guess. <laughs> yep. um, but uh, yeah, well, let's, let's, uh, let's start with S.H.I.E.L.D. Because oh shield uh, yeah. because uh, wow yeah they mm, opened yeah. the doors to some shit yes they I did. Just, I just you know God I, I Marvel's thought, got some balls I, I still think right. it's a, an incredibly flawed show yeah, I still think because I still think uh, although I figured they had to start killing people and of course they started with one of the black people <laughs> um, it's he, true right seriously it's oh, seriously. I got too many we, black we got too many characters we got you know we killed that black guy. Well, I'm not too sure about the other. And they possess the other one. Yeah, we don't know no. about that. I think he's okay now. I don't. Do I they mean, repossess him. Or? I think it's cool. <laughs> I think it's cool that there's big stuff that happened. Um, I think that there were some real flaws to that episode, as in the big bad who they've been building up, blah blah blah, and it's like, oh, gun dead. 
I, I thought I'll that give was, you that a little bit. I thought that yeah, was, I, I thought really was a little weak. Do you think he's really dead, though? I don't. I don't, I don't think he's dead. I don't think he's dead either. either. I no think there's way. something going on with that dude. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if he can reverse age like that, yeah. chances are he can survive he can a gunshot. He can reverse age he was, if you're not shot. He wasn't, he wasn't even bothered when when Hyde showed up and started running at him with the with the knife. He wasn't even, didn't even flinch. He yeah. didn't even care. So yeah. I, don't, I don't think we he's don't worried, worried about that stuff. In which case... I would submit that's another flaw because I don't like shows where dead people don't stay dead. <laughs> I think that's a cheat on the audience. Well, that's comic books. Yeah, that's comic books. Yeah, that's comic books. <laughs> yeah. Hell. Yeah. Realize I, we had the death of Wolverine, what, a couple months ago? The thing I will say is I had a conversation with somebody who actually works at the station that airs this show locally yeah. and made the comment, I, it, I mean, we're a year and a half into this and still said, you know, the problem with this show is there's no superheroes. And, uh, right, uh-huh. but but... There's an awful lot of people like that out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and frankly, I realize that in most shows you have to, even if this was a normal show, you have to suspend disbelief. But if you think about this for a minute and a half, it's like, well, where are these superheroes where all this stuff is going on? Um, so S.H.I.E.L.D., the world thinks that S.H.I.E.L.D. is bad. How might we solve that? What if Captain America said it wasn't true? What if Thor said it wasn't true? I or mean, why does an Iron Man show up to kick their ass? Why does an Iron Man show up and well, say, S.H.I.E.L.D.? No, no, it's, it's, uh, it's uh, Hydra. No, S.H.I.E.L.D., no. But if we start thinking that way, then Winter Soldier isn't any fun anymore because where was Thor? Where was... Yeah. You know, oh, well, I, do, I don't disagree with and that. And that's yeah. the argument they always say. It's like, well, no, it's always like the Avengers, when they, they combine for their comic books, but they all go off on their own adventures. Right. And just, they, you have they to can't, pretend they that they don't. They're in, too busy. Unless, <laughs> unless they're Wolverine, they can't be everywhere at the same but, time. Right. I think it's a really right. interesting thing what Scott just said. I think for like the normal layperson, they see like a show... Set, that's called Marvel's right. Agents of Shield. Yeah. They're, they're tuning in. They're thinking they're going to see a fucking superhero. Well, now you're going to get they're one. See a, well, and now, you know, but for the first year and a half. <laughs> yeah, they didn't. No superheroes. I mean, we had yeah. uh, what Sif show up. Yeah, she did. Sif we had that. Up. We had that pudgy ass guardian. You had a couple. You had a couple <laughs> oh, yeah. of uh, superpowered you know, villains. I've yeah. been making yeah. this argument since the pilot and saying, you know, guys, this is not what it is. But the fact is that there are still a lot of people oh, out I there. I can't remember who well, I was talking to, but they were actually surprised that it's been a season and a half, and it's, the whole thing's been an origin story. It has been. Yeah, and they're, they're, and, and if you watch, it's one of the first two episodes. They even say what they figure out that Sky's not her real name. Yeah, and they're like, "What's your real name?" She says, "That'll come later." Yeah. So they've been setting this up from the very, very yeah. beginning. Because so, oh, some people were saying that I didn't think that they knew yeah. what they were doing. And yeah. Some people were like, eh, I, I still wonder. I still wonder. Well, I think that they, th- I, I mean, you know, I'm a big Joss Whedon fan, but this was a very Joss Whedon show in that it took a long time to figure out what was going on yep. and get the show. <laughs> That's true. Tried to, to, to tell, figured out what show it was. Well, I mean, it's true. the first I mean, half of the first season really wasn't that good. No, well, it was terrible. But if you think about it, though, if this is their plan the entire time, and I mean, are we going to give away spoilers? You know, I guess we can say, I'll say it, and you guys can no, send, send me hate mail. You know, if this is what they were planning the whole time, this is how they're going to introduce the Inhumans. Yep. Yeah. Just, and just, so, just kick that door wide the hell yeah, open. Yeah. But now that they've already announced they're doing an Inhumans movie, mm-hmm. like it's so I think they probably did know. If that's well, what they were going to do, I will. I will say that's they, a smart way to they do did. It. They did a wonderful job of being extraordinarily faithful to how Terragenesis works. It, yeah, you know, I, I think from the Terrigen crystals to the Terrigen mist to the fact that you can't breathe that stuff, or you will most likely. I mean, that wasn't what killed him, but the, the guy who I, died. This is really important to eleven I, people. You know, I, I and I, no, and, and I'm, I'm like not trying to underestimate the audience, but most people don't care. 
And if you're just going for an audience of people who are huge comic book fans, you are doomed to fail. Sure. I, it's the I first would, time I nerded out on that show. No. I would, I would, I would say, yeah. But at the same time, you get a show that that like Game of Thrones that can be hugely entertaining and still cater to the fans of the books. So uh, you're going to lose if you don't cater to the Marvel fans. You're going to lose them, and then you're not going to have the people that are going to freak out like we are. I and think say, it's all that they got. But I, I think if you if you <laughs> if you wrote out that storm for this season and a half where there really aren't any superheroes, but now you got them, then I think more people would be drawn in, or you know. I would tell you that every bit of television research I have seen disagrees uh, with you. It's very hard for a show this far in to grow an audience. Very hard. But what if they start marketing it with the the films more so? Is that going to attract anybody? Because that's never really been done before. That's a new thing. So maybe. I'm not saying you're wrong. I mean, I don't hate this show, and I still watch it. I I mean, if I'm going to keep bitching for a minute... I thought Coulson was great as a supporting character, and I'm tired of him as a lead character. I almost don't see him as much as a lead sometimes. Like, he's gone a lot. You know, it's, yeah. it's what, May? I don't know. He's the yeah. one that everything's yeah. built around. That's true. I just want to see May fighting herself in her underwear more. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was, that was yeah. interesting. It's a hard one. I, I, I geeked out in a different way on that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, find the sh- I find the show hugely entertaining, and I enjoy it. Immensely. Yeah. I wish I did. It's uh, it's the the Inhuman stuff is really in there though, and uh, our friend Punk, who was OG Geek Show, Jeez. he he called it back in October who these who these characters and were not just wind October like early October like yeah. the second Kyle MacLachlan showed up yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> he, like, uh, yeah he well, he wrote me and said uh, that's that's going to be Mr Hyde yeah and she's going to be Quake yeah. she's going to yeah. be Daisy Daisy Johnson, Daisy Johnson. yeah um, do you think we'll ever see Kyle MacLachlan like yeah metamorph into yeah. Well, I think you, you see the episode where he where he kills the thugs in the in the in the uh, little infirmary that he's got set up. Mm-hmm. Um, his his neck looks like it's two times too big and it's bulging and veiny and kind of crazy. So I think yeah. he was like in mid transformation there. But I think they'll save that for later in the season when he when he actually does full on. So I, I don't know a lot about Mister Hyde. How uh, he's actually, how strong does he get? Like what is it? What is he, he can go toe to toe with the Hulk? Can he? But he, only for a yeah. minute. But but like well, initial transformation. I just got mad. He can he can go toe to toe with that Hulk for a little bit. Okay, but he's smart, and that's the reason why he can why he can do the things that he does to the Hulk. Mm-hmm. But he's he's was he primarily a Hulk villain? I think so. Um, I want to say Hulk or yeah yeah. Yeah, probably. But some of, some of my favorite, like when Peter David started writing the Hulk, uh, and Sam Keith was drawing it. There's a couple of really great issues oh, yeah. of, of Mr. Hyde and the Hulk on a train. And uh, oh, it's, you know it's what? Some fun stuff. I read those. That's the same Mr. Hyde. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And he's smart, and he can antagonize and, and manipulate. The yeah, Hulk. yeah. And, uh, mm-hmm. and but he can also withstand a, a Hulk punch. In the he face. was so good mm-hmm. in uh, okay. Thunderbolts okay. too. The revamp yeah. Thunderbolts. Yes. 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 Sure. I will say that I. Although I have issues, obviously, I still watch S.H.I.E.L.D. and I still enjoy it for the most part, as opposed to my inability almost to sit through an episode of Gotham at this point. Uh, really? Agreed. Really? Really? See, I love, I love it. I'm, 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 I'm still really enjoying it's it. It's not on the top of my list, no, but I enjoy it. I'm really I, bored. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Every time you know, we have our DVR set and you know, there's all these comic shows, the first one we will always click is Flash. Yeah. Yep. yeah, it's the best one. Yeah. It, is. it is. It's the most entertaining. Yeah, I go to it second just because I'm a Marvel zombie. Yeah, you know? but yeah, we always it is flash. always entertaining. Yes, and and this, these past two, well, obviously the crossover, but 
Uh, this this last episode was the mid-season I've already finale. watched it twice. It was oh. fucking fantastic. They just, Damn it! They just so keep throwing good. you DC fans so yeah. many. Uh, oh, yeah. So many that, things. That's, that's what the problem with this, if I could actually say it was a problem. That was the problem with this last week of TV is that they were uh, all three... I'm not counting. Uh, I'm not counting Constantine or Gotham, but Flash, Arrow, and Agents of Shield. They basically said, "All right, you guys, especially you fans of the source material, you've invested your time. Here, Here you go. You go. <laughs> yeah. Here you go. By the way, watch it again. There, there's. I, I, I wish Shannon would watch this episode because there's. Well, something. you can say whatever you want. I, I mean, it's my. Uh, when 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 Ronnie Raymond. Uh, flash oh, Firestorm! When, when oh, Ronnie yeah. Raymond, Firestorm! when Ronnie Raymond flash fries the reverse Flash and Dude. then says, "Stop following me," and then flies away. <laughs> and actually, and when he flew away, it didn't look cheesy. No, no. it looked good. It looked good. Did he have the little like Adam shit going around him when he flew away? No, no. Uh, just just, just kind of like okay. human torchy kind of. Yeah, yeah. I've but, never thought about this before, but I think this is why Flash works. Flash is done by an uber comic book geek who knows how to make television. Because Greg Berlanti, you know, started, he mm-hmm. was running Dawson's Creek when he was in his 20s. Um, you know, Jack and Bobby, Everwood, I brothers and sisters. And um, he, he made a lot of TV shows before he made Arrow, before he made a comic book show, and he knows how to make both work. Mm-hmm. As opposed to, um, you know, the constant, Goyer pff, has never made a successful television show. Um, and... And then you have, uh, and I've forgotten his name, the guy who's running Gotham, who's a successful television producer but knows nothing about comic books. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And, and so you and don't I, have people who are already invested it, in the source material. But even with Arrow, I mean, it took him about you know, a, oh, I a agree. season and a half yeah. to figure it out. Oh, I and, agree. Then he, and then I think when he had Flash, he's like, look, this is everything that worked with Arrow. Yep. Well, Switch it a little bit, you know, make I, it a little bit more comic booky, and let's, let's write it. A little bit more comic booky? Yeah. Yeah. This shit is the anti-Nolan, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's so anti-Nolan ran like a motherfucker way. I'm not making a comic book uh, movie. Yeah. I'm not making a comic mm-hmm. movie. These guys are like, oh, this is a fucking comic book. Don't show. you think yeah. that's why it works, though? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I, that's what I'm Definitely. saying. I love it. I think it's the most faithful adaptation. I would agree of um, mm-hmm. of a of a superhero ever. It's, yeah. It really is. It's funny you say that because now I mean they've already cast the the guy who's going to be in in the Flash film. And I, I wonder feel, what, what I feel, kind of I feel. And, and I think it's what a I, horrible mistake. I think it's to make a yeah. Mistake. I, I love I love Stephen Amell for his reaction said, to that. Yeah. For a guy, for a guy who's under contract from a company to say that was shitty of you, that yeah. was shitty. Of you. Look what this guy did. He gave you the best ratings your network has ever had. Yep. Uh-huh. And you go ahead and cast somebody else, and people are invested. And problem is, and the kid's good. Yeah. He's so good. He can hold his own on screen. He was and excellent as that mean gay guy on Glee. <laughs> what, what's what's really <laughs> what's really amazing about Flash is how quickly Cisco has grown on me. The, char- the character, oh, I just, love oh, Cisco. His yeah. character yeah. bugged the hell out of me yeah. for the first well, two he's or three us. episodes, and now he is. and now. It was in the Arrow Cave that he dubbed Arrow Cave. Yeah. Are you yeah. taking uh, us to the when, Arrow Cave? Yeah, when, when Arsenal and the Arrow are suiting up, and he's like, this is cool, this is cool, this is cool, this is cool. It's like, oh, God, I love Cisco. Well, right. so, well, he's like us, except smarter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? The other reason I think shit. that Arrow, or I'm sorry, that I think that The Flash works, and this is a weird comparison to make, but if you think back, um, one of the reasons Independence Day worked as well as it did as a movie was that it flew against everything else at that time because we'd gone through this period post Close Encounters where the aliens were always nice guys sure. who were here to be our friends and so on and so forth. And it was, you know, sort of back to the future, but very different that we had aliens here to kill us all. Yeah. And 
we have seen so many superheroes who have a dark and tragic past who who aren't really happy about their powers or feel, you know, and, and which is not to say that the Flash doesn't have, you know, a murdered mother. Right. But he thinks this is cool. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah, what sets ha- him Like apart. he's having fun with right. it. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah. that's, I mean, I, and that's why I love the crossover episode. You know, hit, right. them bantering between each other because yes. you know they're two very different yeah. characters. Well, there's, you know, there's there's been some great articles that have come out since they filmed the, the, those crossover episodes because yeah. they're, they're realizing that they can do superpowers on the Arrow, yeah, which is great. And and I've I've been signed in on that show since day one, Me too. and I I got a lot of grief from a lot of people about how dumb and CW Arrow was. When I I, first st- I still make fun of it. Come on, <laughs> it's still pretty fucking dumb. I I, think, I love it, but it's dumb. It's. I, it, it, it is. It is. It does have its moments of dumb. Exactly, yeah. but its dumb moments are very fewer. Very, but I also, very much I also think, I also think CW was was coming off of the Green Lantern movie not doing well and yeah. saying okay, and we just got the guy from the Green Lantern era, uh, Green Lantern movie running the show. Yeah, and uh, let's just make sure he follows the CW rules. We yeah. gotta have a lot of shirtless scenes. We gotta have a lot of family drama. A we lot of fucking a, melodrama. Yeah, what is wrong well, with shirtless scenes? Nothing, <laughs> nothing at all. And as a matter of fact, I, I I love that I read a review of the latest episode of Arrow where they're like. And the first rule is you must remove your shirts to duel. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) It keeps going through my mind that, like, you know, this show's doing so well, but, you know, whatever director gets that Flash movie is like, well, you know, it's a great show, but I don't want to make a a remake of the TV show. Let's do something different. And let's let's again keep it in perspective. It's doing well for the CW. Sure, sure. You know, if, if this show was on ABC, CBS, NBC, Fox, we would not be talking about how well it's no. doing. Well, right. real quick here, we got some uh, people joining the show for one or two episodes coming up. You've got, and, and DC fans, I need help with this. Uh, General Matthew Shreve. He oh, was the um, commanding officer of the Creature Commandos. What? Shut the fuck up. Beastmaster. Uh, uh-uh. Yeah, Beastmaster. Mark, Mark Singer. Singer is going to play. <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> oh, my God. Do you remember that movie? If you can only see what I hear, makes me cry. Yes, <laughs> yes actually, I He's do. He's so good in that. Mark, um, Mark Singer was one of our favorite favorite guest actors on the Highlander TV series. The Creature Commandos is yeah. basically it's a werewolf. It's werewolves and fucking um, a vampire, vampire Frankenstein. and a Frankenstein. Oh wow, uh, <laughs> a Gorgon. I'm thinking yeah. that Mark will be having many fewer shirtless scenes than he used to. <laughs> yeah. But he's sixty something. But he is in charge of that Creature Commando. Group. I hope at least one of them so. said ferret. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we've got. And I don't want him to be a tiger though, because they, right. that tiger died. We've got uh, Blair Underwood is joining Agents Shit. of Shield. Yep. Uh, he oh, will, they got. Hey, look. We well, got, we killed a black guy. A we black can have a new one. Well, they, you they go with Blair Underwood though. Blair Underwood. That's that's classic be, black to, Hollywood to, right to there. Be, to be yeah. fair though, the guy was was it uh, what was the name of the actor who played the character who just died? Was it B.J. Britt? Uh, we don't know. He he had a new gig, so they kind of had to write him out. What's his new gig? He's got a new show or a new movie or something, but he had something that he had some other obligation that had him. I think he probably knew he was going to get killed off and got a new job. But uh, (laughs) Blair, if you had a red shirt on you, you went out on auditions. Uh, Unless your name was Dick Duroc. Blair Underwood is going to be uh, playing Dr. Andrew Garner, who is Agent Melinda May's ex. Oh, and it's a reunion of sorts. Nice. It's a reunion of sorts because he was on. New Adventures of Old Christine as one of Christine's boyfriends. Interesting. Was oh. May on Christine? No, Clark Gregg was her oh, ex-husband. Clark oh, Clark Gregg. Oh, okay. Ah. All right. Uh, let's see. Then we've got... Um, hmm. Yeah, go with that one. Let's go old school here. Yeah. This um, really surprised me. 
Mark Hamill oh, yeah. is going to come in to play the trickster on Again. The Flash. Now, the, Again. Reason, the reason that's significant that to you, outfit, though. you young folks don't know. There was a Flash TV series when back in the 80s? Yeah. Uh, no. 91. The late, 91? Yeah, yeah 90s, because okay. we were living 90s. in the pink house. Early 90s. And it, it, it didn't last long. Oh, like but uh, the guy who is uh, Flash's dad on this Flash that, you, that you're watching, he was the Flash on that and show. That was a great scene on and, this last yeah. episode. And Amanda Pays was his girlfriend, and she came in and played the competing scientist uh, here on the f- mid-season finale. God damn it! But one Fucking of fucking shit. Well, though <laughs> you won't recognize her, Shannon. You'll think, "Wow, that's really great makeup on that Crypt Keeper." One of the last <laughs> one of the last episodes of the '91 Flash was Mark Hamill playing the classic uh, Flash villain, the Trickster. I'll have you know, sir, he did it twice. Yes, he did it. The Trickster and then the Trickster returns. Yes. (laughs) In his neon outfit. Now, he's coming back to play the Trickster, but here's the twist. Because wheelchair. It's going to be a wheelchair spinoff. <laughs> it's going to have a giant There's fist. too many wheelchairs in this a little, show. A literal cock spin-off. knocker. <laughs> It'd be cool if he played cock knocker. He is going to be the trickster in jail. Uh-huh. And kind of like Hannibal Lecter's Silence of the Lambs because a new trickster shows up. Okay. Start doing his, his grandson. Shit, his shit. Well, okay, so. And he's like, uh, I, this guy's out doing shit in my name. We got to stop him. And hmm. so he's, he's sullying my. Do you legacy. guys remember that? Yes, exactly. Okay, the episode where Felicity Smoke shows up. Yeah, the, the best quote ever from Charlie was like, "Because I was like, you got to catch up on Flash, so we can watch his fucking crossovers. We gotta watch them." He's like, "God, Felicity Smoke should just move out of that fucking crybaby town that <laughs> Arrow lives in." And she seems to be having Flash Town, right? She's having a lot yeah. more fun. Yeah, but uh, that uh, guy that hosted the trivia night. Mm-hmm. When he said his name, I can't remember his name right now. That's the guy that turns into the trickster. That's what yeah. I thought you said earlier. Yeah, yeah. 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 the black dude. Yeah, uh, I I was kind of hoping that they'd go a different direction with it and have him. I did. I wanted to see him in prison, so, telling stories about how he used to fight Jay Garrick. So, do you think <laughs> this guy who's selling his name is probably that guy? Maybe. We'll see. And then they go to Mark Maybe. Hamill because yeah, we'll I yeah. I do I do enjoy how both of these shows are not afraid to admit that there were other. Superheroes mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. supervillains, even yeah. because you get the whole bit with uh, with Wildcat yep. talking about how he'd been a mass vigilante in, yep. in Starling City, yeah. uh, quite a, even before even before uh, all he got trapped on the island. Right. Yeah. After these messages, we'll be right back. God damn it, Charlie! The Atomic Arcade at thirty nine thirty nine Highland Drive in Holiday. You've probably seen my high score there on the Star Trek Strategic Operations Simulator. That's KJJ or my initials. And you can play that game for free because you're a friend of the Geek Show on Sunday. The Star Trek Strategic Operations Simulator is free to play on Sunday. Thank you, Atomic Arcade. If you haven't been in, I I pity you. You really need to go and check this place out. Classic arcade games, a lot of great memories in there. Pac-Man, Donkey Kong, Asteroid, Centipede, Defender, Berserk, Star Castle. They got classic pinball in there as well you don't have to hassle with those tickets it's free admission you just walk right in and start plunking your quarters in and uh, the atomic arcade right across the street from a bar named sue and downstairs from cruiser's bar so you know get a few games in blow off some steam on your lunch or work break or uh, you know sort of nimble up your reflexes before you go home Free admission, no hassle with tickets, classic games at classic prices. It's the Atomic Arcade, 3939 Highland Drive. 
Cabin Fever caters to the inner weirdo on your holiday list. From fembots to femme fatales, houses of psychotic women to American horror stories, they put the unique in geek. Along with classic favorites, they offer unique merchandise for the horror hound on your gift list, as well as exploitation film reference guys for the enthusiast. But new this year, a special Krampusnacht nod to Euro geeks. Google it, kids. Cabin Fever has a collection of reproduction Krampus cards from the 1800s, sticker books for kids, a history book, and the origins of Krampus, glass-blown Krampus ornaments, Krampus stockings, and Krampus playing cards as well. And speaking of naughty, how about a fully illustrated book of all of the 1960s and 70s sleaze movie posters to add to your collection, or a compendium of all-time greatest Playboy covers? They also carry the Funko Pop vinyl and reaction figures, tin signs, candy cards, holiday CDs, paper bows you can wrap all your stuff up in. Stop by and say hi. Dave and everybody at Cabin Fever would love to meet our listeners. Located in historic Trolley Square on the corner of 5th South and 7th East, tell them Geek Show says, Krampus is going to get you. Hey, Geek Show, Lee here. I'd like to invite you to Fresh Compassion Eatery, my tasty little corner of Salt Lake City. At Fresh, we focus on plant-based cuisine, but that doesn't mean you're getting a sawdust platter with a side of dehydrated kale flakes for lunch. Our passion is full-flavored dishes like our signature Fancy Boy Wrap, eggless egg salad, and the all-new Full Whitaker Nachos. We have a lot of fantastic heart-healthy salads, soups, and entrees that will fill you up without emptying out your wallet. Also, check out our full-service vegan coffee bar and our pastry case full of incredible goodies from Cakewalk Vegan Bakery. And you never know, I just might have the latest scoop on your favorite geek stuff. That's Fresh Compassion Eatery, 145 East, 1300 South, Suite 201 in Salt Lake City. We're open Monday through Saturday, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. You can also call ahead for takeout at 801-906-8277. Get all that info at FreshEats.com. And thanks, Geek Show, for helping make Fresh such an awesome reality. Hey, this is Dan, the Laptop Man from PC Laptops in Salt Lake City. Alert! Turn up your radio. Have you been a really good girl or boy this year? Hold on to your elf. It's the Ultra Mega L Grande fluffy holiday sale at PC Laptops on the best desktop and laptop computers on the planet. This is it. We have brand new lifetime warranty desktop computers from only $7.99. You can also save up to 50% off our original prices on open box, scratch and dents, and demo models. That's right, up to 50% off. Plus, they all come with a lifetime service guarantee. Holy mackerel! And to make it extra sweet, we're doing zero down, zero interest for a whole year. OAC. Did I just say all that? So get into any one of our eight PC laptops locations right now or call us at 1-877-596-SAVE or check us out at PCLaptops.com. At PC Laptops, we love you. PC Laptops has new computers from $7.99 and up to 50% off scratch and dents and demos. PCLaptops.com. Kenneth Lynn to Google, Michael Rodatis, Amazon, Armaline Cabreros, IBM. Looking for a software development degree that can launch your career in technology? Check out Newmont University in Salt Lake City, where you can earn a four-year bachelor's degree in just three years. And while your friends are still slaving over homework, you could be looking at a $63,000 a year paycheck. Learn more at newmont.edu. That's N-E-U-M-O-N-T dot E-D-U. Anthony William, Yahoo! Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, it is December, and that means that every week of December, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection has a different sale going for you. For example, November 30th through the 6th of December, 20% off all gaming. December 7th through December 13th, 20% off all toys and statues. December 14th through the 19th, 20% off all graphic novels. And December 20th through the 31st, 20% off everything in the store. Oh, yeah. 
A lot of great stuff uh, coming this month to uh, Dr. Volt's Marvel Shield number one. Mark Wade brings you the team from Marvel's Agents of Shield TV show into the Marvel Universe. Welcome to Level Eight. Uh, DC Secret uh, Secret Six. Gail Simone is back with a new 52 debut of a fan favorite team. Six strangers are brought together under mysterious cir- circumstances for an explosive first issue that will leave you asking, what is the secret? And Mike Mignola is back writing his iconic Hellboy and the BPRD number one on Dark Horse. They have weekly Magic the Gathering tournaments, Yu-Gi-Oh! and Heroclix tournaments. Go see them at 2043 East 3300 South or shop at their digital store, drbolts.com. All right, we're back. One yeah. things we talk about. So, uh, yeah. no, really, I that think, was very important. I think really what we were what we were just talking about that whole first half of the show is kind of fulfilling what we've been talking about for years that we have hit the golden age of geek. Yeah, this this whole really world have. was made for us. It really was. I mean, you you look at the movies that are going to be coming out over the next little while. Uh, some of them are dumber than they should be, but they can still be a ton of fun. And we've got some great genre television that's going on right now. And I, I say it all the time: geek is no longer geek; it's mainstream. And oh, that's yeah. and that's one of the things that it's the weird part to me. And we've had these discussions before: is as we're in the golden age of geeks, the only ones that happy about it are the geeks. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. it's true. Yeah. It's true. Well, I mean, I, even. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I mean, uh, we just did top fives uh, recently, and I mean, just moneymaker-wise, even though I hate it, Transformers, Age of Ultron, Geek, uh, Captain America, Winter Soldier, I think it was... uh, Age of Extinction, you mean? What did I say? Age of Ultron. Ultron. I've said that so many times. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) oh, that would be an awful movie. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, that, uh, Maleficent, kind of geek, you know, and then Days of Future Past and Guardians. It's all, the top five are all geek. Well, and even even just coming up, uh, we uh, just reviewed uh, the Battle of Five Armies on uh, Big Movie Mouth Off last night. And, you know, even though I had my issues with it, the fact that this huge, major mega budget movie uh based off of one of my favorite 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 books yeah. uh is is had three movies made out of it now even though i still think the rankin bass version was probably the most faithful uh, <laughs> i was i was about to say loosely based on one of your favorite movies. yeah no th- th- I, I would say uh loosely liberated from one of my favorite books <laughs> so, but still uh you know th- th- that's that's something you couldn't have told me 30 years ago that, yeah. you know as as a, yeah. as a kid getting beat up constantly for his incessant love of next generation um yeah, this is this is cool. Well, I also think yeah. it has something to do with the fact that 30 years ago, we wouldn't have had the capability of making these films. You know, the no. special effects yeah. didn't exist. No. Well, what if I told you 30 years ago that there was going to be a TV show about the planet Krypton? Yeah, this sounds like an awful <laughs> idea. This yeah, does 1984? Sound. I'm a DC fan, big DC guy, and I'm so, not excited for it's this. It's Goyer. Goyer again, David S. Goyer. Okay, fail. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, duck. <laughs> Uh, what, what? Is he the same one behind Gotham? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Yeah, it's um, Constantine and, and oh, Constantine Flash okay. Forward, and it says here um, more details according to the report uh, Sci-Fi Channel. Uh, Going to go uh, further back into the past <laughs> than Gotham. Uh, <laughs> Kal-El's grandfather. Yep, his name's RGL. As he brings hope and equality <laughs> <laughs> to Krypton, turning a planet in disarray to one worthy of giving birth to the greatest superhero ever known. So this isn't even Jor-El. No. No. It's Archie. Right? No. It's Pop-Pop-El. It's yeah. To me, it's just, I mean, Pop-El. it's kind of like, although I kind of liked the, um, uh, uh, the Battlestar Galactica prequel. Yeah, I did. You know, but still, the, the, the problem with that show was you got to the end of every episode and said, 
And then later they had a big fight and they all died. Well, that's, that's the, <laughs> that, you, know, you, you were talking about that with Gotham. We were talking about that with Battle of Five Armies. We've talked about it with the Star Wars prequels, too. Is it's, that, just, it's, it's prequel syndrome. Prequelitis. Oh, yeah. cool. Now we get to hear the alternate. And we well, also know this has nothing to do with the Superman that we're reading in comics or in any of the movies yeah. because Warner I Brothers is I'm doing I'm a Superman everything. fan and I'm looking forward to it. Really? really? Good I for really you. am. But well, the you realize you'll have no a, powers. That's if you're talking The no, Hobbit, I've, I've, you still know that these people are going to exist. Right. We're talking about a show in which everyone and everyone they love, except for die. one person, is going to die. Yeah. And, that, and that person's not even on well, the show. I don't know. Yeah. For me, like, I think there's like, if they do it right, there's like that whole cast system and stuff on Krypton. And if, if they I'd, do I'd, that right, yeah. yeah. Like, it I'm, could be cool. No, I'm with Scott with that one. I just... I, uh, it, I, I hate well, you guys are wrong. The first, oh, okay. the, the first time I heard about it, I was like, I would watch this show if it was maybe like all in the family set on Krypton. <laughs> you or know. the Jeffersons? No, no, that's that's how you lead off to that, is that he's got his wacky black neighbor that drives him nuts all the time. But and then he becomes... He becomes purple in this one. He becomes a successful Kryptonian, and he ends up moving to a deluxe apartment in the sky. And we think people are disappointed there aren't superheroes on... on uh, Shield, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, there will be the no, well, there will be no flying on Christmas. This, this, this could be a sci-fi show, though. I mean, I like it could be straight uh, up sci-fi. If oh, they do, Pop L, Leroy Calrissian across the hall <laughs> is, <laughs> got another problem, doesn't it? Cloud City. <laughs> All right, Goyer. I don't know. Fail. Goyer. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, I'll, I'll watch two episodes. It's Goyer on my neck. I but you know, doesn't be the, the the episode where he's like, "Hey, Dad, I'm having a baby." Like, God. Now, conversely, uh, Jeff Johns, uh, DC Entertainment uh, Chief Creative Officer. I love him. uh, Confirmed a few days on Twitter, responding to a fan question about the uh, Titans TV series for Mm -hmm. TNT. Mm. $2 budget. Which is Teen Titans, but just Titans. Uh, He he did say uh, it's, it's taken a while to get Nightwing on the screen in any way, shape, or form. Something along those lines. Mm-hmm. He said Nightwing, specifically. I'll be the turd in the punch bowl. He didn't say Dick Grayson. Nope. Uh, you think it'll be a different two, Nightwing? Why There's would only you say $2 budget for TNT? I was joking. Oh, okay, because I was going to say, you, if you watch their original stuff, yeah. you can't see any production difference. I will have um, to watch some of their original stuff. I'm, I really haven't watched a TNT show for probably 20 years, so it's mostly I, my ignorance. I've said it before. I forget that TNT exists. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't. I haven't watched. I mean, TNT when I at least in Atlanta I used to play Hawks games. That's all they yeah. used to play. All the time. You didn't watch Sean Bean be someone. You didn't watch Burn no. <laughs> no. So yeah, like Burn I said, notes. that was that was just my ignorance there. Oh. Um, so there hasn't ever been another Nightwing besides Dick Grayson, to my knowledge. So uh, there was one from Krypton. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> but he died Pop with all of everyone <laughs> yeah. he loved. I just I'm looking at all these notes about how uh, Flash and Arrow can't say uh, you know certain words regarding Batman and Superman, right. but they can say Bloodhaven. I know, uh, but well, but this then I see name, this and I'm like, if you have Dick Grayson, then that means that they have to acknowledge Batman. Batman, but if the rules are that. These shows can't, and maybe it's TNT, so I thought I'd be the turd in the punch bowl and say he didn't say Dick Grayson. Well, it's here's, true. Here's uh, the uh, thing about the like the Teen Titans cartoon that Cartoon yeah. Network had on a dozen years ago. Mm-hmm. Never once referenced Batman. Yeah. Not once. Well, I read a really interesting okay. article concerning this specific uh, TV show that they're trying to bring out, and, and it brought to the forefront that Young Justice was the best version of Teen Titans that's ever been done. Yes. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that made Young Justice so good was their... Uh, the the sidekicks dynamic with their mentors. Mm -hmm. And if you can't have any of these mentors on the show, they're going to have to take it in a whole different direction that, you know, who knows? 
because that's what made Young Justice so good. So and it was dark as, as shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was it was dark. As it was shit. well written. Yeah. So well, I mean, they got they got a big they got a rough road to hoe there. They got a big hill to climb. And it's weird because you know the, they haven't always been afraid of showing Batman on on. I'm, I'm not even talking about the '66 series when they did that terrible Birds of Prey show. Yeah. Uh, Batman was in the intro. Yep. You know he fought the Joker, and then they showed the whole backstory for Barbara Gordon. Uh-huh. So I mean they 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 can do it. I don't was know that why the live they, action one. Yeah, uh-huh. it was terrible. Terrible. It was, it was terrible. But, but that, that first five minutes was awesome. But that brunette was hot. Yeah. <laughs> True. Um, True dad. Uh, let's True. see a uh, couple of quick uh, movie notes, um, and then we'll get to the Sony hacking stuff. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I was actually just pulling that article. Up. Giant uh, giant monster movie uh, news. Uh, it's Skull Island is what it was called originally. It's now called Kong. Skull Island, because oh. you know you got to know you've got the giant giant monkey in there. Who's sure. Oh, yeah, they got to do that was, for. Yeah, it was obvious from the teaser we saw. Yeah, it very was. It was obvious. Yeah, uh, Tom Hiddleston's still scheduled to be in it. They've pushed it back a few months. They're pushing it hmm. from uh, from uh, the Christmas season to the spring. So that's going as long as it's spring and not January, February. Then I'm okay yeah. with it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Toho in Japan has decided they're not going to wait for the Americans to make another nope. Godzilla movie. We're going to make our own goddamn Godzilla movie. He's going to be a much trimmer Godzilla. Goddamn Zilla. Yeah, so Godzilla. So He's going to know Kung Fu as well. Yeah. Gojira. <laughs> um, so, uh, so there you go. They said uh, this is good timing after the success of the American version this year. If not now, when? I wonder if they're going to make um, fun of the American version like they did the they, last time they around. They should. Well, you know, they, they did. A, uh, there was a Toho Godzilla movie in 2001 where he actually fights the American Godzilla. I've heard about that. And and kicks his ass and smashes his head. And it's, just, <laughs> it's hysterical. Uh, because uh, Gareth Edwards uh, is scheduled to uh, work on this untitled Star Wars spinoff for oh, release man. in 2016, December 2016. Uh, so they pushed back the American Godzilla to 2018. Which is too bad because that oh. presentation was badass. So there Comic-Con. you go. Yeah. Yep. So there's that. All right. The Sony hack. I which I just came from a Sony film, and when the giant logo came up, a lot of critics were just like, "Hacked." <laughs> <laughs> wow. They, they have had some serious security issues the last few years. Yeah. Sony has. I would say well, the only part of it that's funny is I saw a headline on TVGuide.com that said, "Who called?" Angelina Jolie, a mildly talented, Scott spoiled brat. <laughs> yes, but my response was, who hasn't yeah, called And that's her? the thing. <laughs> a mildly talented, this is, spoiled brat. That's, that's Jimmy's email buddy, yeah, Scott Rudin. We just had an email correspondence back and forth <laughs> like 20 right. times. Well, I, I will, Before I saw that, that, uh, all those emails, I go, because he was funny and back and forth, and we're just talking about top five, the Chris Rock movie. And then all of a sudden, I see this email, I go, Dude, it's a fucking ball breaker. Like, Jesus, I mean, that's a Hollywood producer for you, but... I don't know. I, I've been talking to some friends of mine who work at Sony for some scheduling stuff that yeah. I've got coming up, and it's been very difficult for them. I know, imagine. Sure. Their work well, done. Well, I mean, like, they're, you know, the, well, the computers are fucked up, but also all, all, their, their, all their info yes. is out there, man. You know, this, but this, but this, did you hear, what, did you hear what happened? What they, they kept the, all the info in a file that was called Passwords. <laughs> yeah, right. so they had it. Damn it was yeah, everything was well, passwords. You really, you really, do, do they have any information on who's doing the hacking? They, is this they thought it was from North Korea because okay. of the, the yeah. whole interview with I, Seth Rogen I'm and James Franco. I'm going to say something. You guys are going to say this. This sounds goofy, but but hear me out on this. Okay, so Lee is not to not not. To, I'm not. I'm not derailing this. Okay. Okay. World of Warcraft. Blueberries. Uh-oh. No, I'm dead. I'm dead. <laughs> you guys. 
this this is guys, dead guys, this guys. is dead serious guys you guys okay okay blizzard has had the high one of the highest selling video games of all time yep it's been going on for 10 years now these guys are getting denial of service attacks they have people some of the best uh anti-pirate anti-hacking technicians in the world on the payroll and they're getting shut down like every other day now and it's all happening from company, uh, some some hackers in China, some hackers in Russia. Mm. These denial of service attacks, and and this is scary stuff because this has never happened before. So in the ten years of this game, they've never had a denial of service attack that's actually shut them down. And now yeah. it's happening at least weekly where yeah. where this is happening. And it's it's just it's it's almost like it's almost like a fun little kind of passive terrorism. Like ha, yeah. ha, ha, I'm going to freak out some Americans tonight. So I was just wondering where it was coming from because it's it's yeah. unprecedented that's- the level. Of of hacking that's going on the, right now. The theory, and if if they don't, if you're listening, don't know, is that the the movie, the interview is coming out, and the whole you know plot is to kill the president or or dictator of North Korea, Kim Jong Un, and uh and they've you know said if you release this film, it's a you know an act of terrorism and war, and you know and we'll be pissed, and so and obviously Sony's like fuck off, we're gonna you know, you're at, it's a stoner comedy, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. And I think it's coming from there. But here's what else we've learned with the uh, some of the emails and the back and forths and stuff is how <laughs> Sony is handling some of their properties that yeah. we hold near and dear. Oh, well, like, well, like the is this <laughs> where all that Spider-Man info is coming from? Yeah, yeah. There's, 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 like, there's another one that I don't even think you have. Real fast, because Scott said it earlier about you know who would call Angelina Jolie you know egotistical and whatnot because that's because they're working on the Cleo- Cleopatra remake. And you know, by talking about getting their work done, I mean like think about how many negotiations have just been completely fucked. Mm-hmm. You know, with all these personal emails coming yeah. out, going, I think she's a bitch. You know, Imag- that yeah. Too. Imagine how many you know more. I mean? Imagine how Sony many ought to be fired for the racist emails. <laughs> Imagine- the racist ones? Oh yeah, yeah. There were some. Oh, there's some. There's some targeting Obama. And yeah, there's some. If, if, this, if this if this was a conservative, people would have been screaming, and they probably would have yeah. lost their. Job Imagine how many of the of of the Sony people who are on contract with Sony right now. How many of their lawyers are just sharpening the stakes right oh, now? Yeah. Well, I can assure you that you know if, if Angelina Jolie really read that, she's probably going to tell everybody to go fuck themselves and. She's out. You know. Well, here's here's one that I found kind of interesting. Uh, they they own Men in Black. Yep. Yes. <laughs> I, I saw this too. <laughs> this, I kind of like I this. I kind of like this idea. I don't know and, why. And they were like, "Is there a way that we could do a crossover with Twenty One Jump Street?" <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking absurd. I would, but I'd watch I it. I would man. see I'd that. I would definitely. I would go see that. So <laughs> Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Uh, who directed the Jump Street movie? Yeah, I know. Well, I have. There's something I, I can tell you. Uh, Sony liked the idea enough to greenlight it as it was. Lord himself said, "Jump Street merging with MIB. I think that's clean and rad and powerful." In an email, uh, so it wouldn't be the original cast. It'd just be the Men in Black core people. Yeah. So it'd be new actors, and then oh, you wouldn't okay. see Tommy Lee Jones or any of those guys. Well, no, he wants to see Tommy Lee Jones anymore. No. You know, or Brolin. <laughs> uh, but that was in the Wall Street Journal, I found that. It's um, real fast, <laughs> you mentioned uh, uh, Chris Miller and Phil Lord. Yeah. Uh, I just got out of seeing Annie, the remake with Kavonsi Wallace and Jamie Foxx, right? Do you want to review it? it? Uh, I can't review it. I can't you review can't it. You can't review it until tomorrow. Is that? No, it's tomorrow. No, oh, tomorrow. <laughs> That one flew right over. Keep yeah. up with my bad <laughs> jokes, <laughs> please. Tomorrow. I love that your hand was already in your face. Okay. There's a, a scene where they go to this premiere of this stupid shit. You can tell it's like a, a YA knockoff kind of thing called uh, Moonquake Lake or something like that. <laughs> and, it, they, and they're sitting there watching it. And this is the worst. And Ashton Kutcher and Mila, Mila Kunis is in it. 
and like they got you know Rihanna shows up somewhere, and it's just you know, terrible garbage stuff we've seen through Twilight and all that. But the very when the credits hit, it says directed by Chris Miller and Phil Lord. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. And like every critic just started dying laughing. So uh, not a bad joke. But the other stuff that we found was, and it, it involves Spider Man. Oh, Ooh, this um, this is heartbreaking stuff. Uh, this this is the one that really made me sad. Uh, Sony and Marvel actually discussed. Spider-Man appearing in Civil War and Captain America. That we know this, this, this goes back to the first Avengers movie because they were negotiating over just being able to put the Daily Bugle building in the Avengers. Oh, that was yeah. the Oscorp building. It was there. that they, close. They, they, yeah. wanted, they wanted the Bugle building just in the fight. Yeah. They wanted that in the background, you know. And it was this close, and they just couldn't come to terms. So the emails are uh, uh, sent uh, to and from uh, Amy Pascal, Sony Motion Picture Chief. Including Fire. correspondence with uh, Sony CEO uh, Kaz Hirai and C- uh, Disney guy I'm Bob Iger. I'm amazed you pronounced his name yeah. as well as you just did. I did. Why? Well, it's perfect. I think yeah. it's just Hirai. Um, so Bob Iger, and they're all going back October 30th. That's how soon this this talk was happening. Email yeah. from uh, Sony President Doug uh, Belgrand to Pascal discussed the possibility of Marvel producing a new Spider-Man trilogy which would see Sony retain creative control, marketing, and distribution. So their idea was, Marvel's doing great, let's let them make the movies, and we'll take care of everything else. And it'll be like a 60-40 split. Yeah. Which would have been great. Right? Right? Yeah. Uh, but uh, that that uh, talk broke down. The Captain America and Trilogy talks later broke down uh, because uh, the Lego movie, uh, Lego movie directors, uh, Chris Miller, Phil Lord, uh, have a Spider-Man animated comedy in development. Uh, Sony holds the licensing rights of Spider-Man, as you know. So they were, but they were actually talking about it, yeah. which was cool. The other things that we have found out is what they're—they're they're really lost with what to do on Spider-Man. Really, mm-hmm. uh, how um, about well, you read? Like, how about you read the comic books and find yeah, some really yeah. good stories we'll and adapt those? No, we, yeah. we knew they were lost after the second movie. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'd love to see a superior. Spider-Man. Oh, because it's sad because the the first the first Mark Webb Spider-Man movie, I really dug the hell out of that it was movie. Fun. I had such a good time with that, and then the second one with Electro. I just, I seriously, you could feel the studio and they're going, you know what this movie needs? Yeah, they had his hand, their hand up his ass. The yeah. one, the one smart thing that they do all agree on, this is the one thing that they get right, is that a standalone Venom movie, not a good idea. Nope. Mm-hmm. They, they do, they do realize that. Although Space Venom with the Guardians was kind of cool. That is but they fucking can't do awesome. It. No. Yeah. Uh, but uh, here, here's the uh, uh, producer, Matt Tolmack, uh, Amy Pascal. Uh, Michael DeLuca, all going back and forth, would like to introduce Venom into the Spider-Man franchise. Doesn't think a uh, standalone's a good idea. Would rather introduce Venom in the Sinister Six film, and that film would feature Spider-Man actually in it. Which originally he was—he wasn't even going to be in it. Hmm. Um, What's the point? <laughs> exactly. Uh, feature Spider-Man teaming up with the Sinister Six to take down an even bigger threat, and that would be Carnage slash Venom. Hey, mm. hey, Sony, your, so. your story that you want to adapt, you should just do it for TV. It's called Superior Foes of Spider-Man. Yes. And it's fantastic. <laughs> Read that comic and go from there. That's go how from you there, do the Sinister because Six. It, it, it does it very well. But <laughs> there was also talk about, uh, because the guys who directed uh, Captain America Winter Soldier love Spider-Man. And they, were, know. And they were approaching no. Sony no. about, let us do it. Yeah. yeah. We love it. We have some great ideas. We love it. Well, Avi Arad found out about that. None too happy. Yeah. Because that's his baby. Uh, so it just that just didn't work out either. Um, another uh, thing we found out was that Pascal was begging Sam Raimi to come back and help with Spidey. Which I'm against. We're sorry about the whole Venom thing. 
But then in another email, she tells a Sony exec, exec that she doesn't want Raimi now because he went Joel Schumacher on the third. Let, let's be honest. We all know that the studios fucked with Raimi while he was doing yeah. the third. He, he's, he's been very vocal about yeah. it. So, so they made him put Venom in the movie. Yeah, so if you let him go at it again, could he make a good one? Sure, but we were talking about this earlier. There's so many other directors out there who haven't had a chance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. give them one. And I think that uh, I think that these guys who directed uh, Winter Soldier would do it, a great job. Oh, yeah. Also, if I was Raimi, if I was Raimi, I'd be like, I still have got the best Spider-Man to date. Yeah, yeah. Spider-Man Two, Two is still the best one. Definitely, yep. it's good All stuff. Right. But it's just some interesting stuff. If you go and search it on the web, uh, there's tons of it. Hollywood Reporter has a lot of good coverage. Wall Street Journal does. Sir, are, are we? Chris, the question is: Are they dealing in stolen material when they print this? Probably. Oh, yeah. yeah. Probably. Uh, are, are we? Are we headed towards a new uh, a new era of transparency when the the threat of all the stuff being hacked is so prominent? No. Right? Well, they put all their HR documents on their health. I also. In there. I'm just saying. Well, I don't know. I just think you should probably you know. No, your when ass. you're sending an email, not to be a complete yeah. bag of shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Right? Yeah. You should assume you know, that everything you write can be read by someone at some point. Yeah. So, unless you're whispering it into somebody's ear. Exactly. Where, unless you, one producer goes to another producer and says, I will fucking end you. <laughs> <laughs> Angelina Jolie's a bitch. Right? You think Hell Hydra. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you think Obama just, likes Don't Be a Minister South Central? <laughs> What was what were the Is that what said? they said? No, they, no, they, they were, said they, they, Django. It was. Do you think he liked Django? Do yeah. you think he liked uh, Tyler Perry? It was yeah. really racist. Yeah, it was. It, it sounds like yeah. It. They, the two of the. This is the one thing I do have to point out, though, and this is this is something I found. Uh, how do you guys feel about this movie, uh, Ghostbusters? They were talking about the Ghostbusters reboot. Well, that is theirs, huh? Yeah, and this is what they. This is what the four that we were going to get: Jennifer Lawrence, Emma Stone. Melissa McCarthy and Amy Schumer were all said very interested. I'd like Amy Schumer. Yeah. I'd like Emma Stone. I'd like Melissa McCarthy. She's funny as hell. And Melissa McCarthy. And Jennifer Lawrence. I'd be fine with it. However, we know for a fact that they have talked to one actress only because she told us Rebel Wilson. Now, now hang on. Hang on. I love it. Hang on. I don't think Scott's a fan. Which Apparently, <laughs> you never saw the sitcom. Wait, is she? Th- I liked her on that sitcom. Oh my god! Oh, you is were she the, the one, one that's? You, the, you were I'm the, saying the, the show British was chick. not. The show oh, was bridesmaid. Not great. Yes. Amy. Oh, she sucks. The show was not great, but she was funny on the show. You can't divide the two. She was responsible. She was an executive producer. No. She created that show. It's it's not like she was a hired hand who came in and was stuck with this awful I, show. I, it's not I, like she was the help. I enjoyed that character. On that show, super fun night. This 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 kind of desperate, sad American girl. Because well, uh, you her pain politely disagree. <laughs> well, it's, I thought she was fun. You guys, what? you guys, pain and gain. You ever seen that movie with Mark, uh, Mark Wahlberg and The Rock? It was so. It was just, such a the weird thing with that girl is that she is she's like Russell Brand. She's good in about five minutes of material and then get rid of her. And then some jackass mm-hmm. creates a character just like you to throw into the Hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's go around the table. What do we got here? Do you have uh, reviews of anything? Oh, I do. Can uh, you can you review? Can't review Annie. Tomorrow. But <laughs> I, I will just say, tune in next week, a surprising review. Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so clearly he must have liked it. Or hated it. No, or That both. would not surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> that would not surprise me at all. But maybe why I liked it. Oh. Or why I hated it. He likes, oh. black. <laughs> he likes black people. <laughs> well, he's did, married to he's one. He's married to one. Yeah. Did, did you review Five Armies yet? Uh, I I can't say anything until next week. Either. Really? Until yeah. next week. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I said anything earlier. Right. Oh, I'm not in Burgos. Well, that's why you said it, and I didn't. <laughs> I'm pretty. <laughs> uh, no, I can review uh, top five 
Which oh, is, good. Which is funny because they didn't. It, I guess it came out in some places, but not in Salt Lake yet. But next week it comes out here. Uh, Chris Rock is basically playing a. I'd say an alternate version of himself. You know, it's just he, he's not. They don't call him Chris Rock in the film, but he's an, an actor who, you know, got his beginnings at stand up uh, stand up comedy. Made a lot of comedies. Uh, the ones that became famous were it's him in a bear suit, <laughs> so no one can ever see him. It's just his voice. So go to his real life, and it's Madagascar. So you got oh, those. I see. Yeah, okay. yeah. So you know, and that's those are the films that made him millions. Um, I can't imagine how much money he's probably made from Madagascar. It's because there's been three of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Penguins is good, by the way. He wasn't in that one though. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know he's he's tired of being funny, or you know he's like I want to be a serious actor. He's like I'm gonna play a slave in this film like that, and everybody's like I don't really want to see you in that role. It's like the you know the whole like Jim Carrey thing, you know where it's like oh, okay. I want to be serious, you know. Woody Allen did it. Yeah. Yeah, and so uh, so Rosario Dawson comes in the scene, and mm. she's like, and he's doing all the, ju- the junkets and interviews and whatnot, promoting this slave film, trying to get people to take it seriously, and she comes in, she's like, I want to do a profile piece on you. And he's like, well, don't ask. You know, I'm tired of the f- fluffy bullshit questions. You know, like, hit it, hit it hard. What do you want to ask? And she's like, why aren't you funny anymore? Oh. And so she must have watched him on Saturday Night Live. Well, Ooh. exactly. Oh. I mean, oh. To, oh. to to a degree, because you know, I can list a few movies in the past few years that have starred Chris Rock, and he's not funny yeah. as, at all. You know, anything that's uh, Happy Madison Productions, where it's Grown Ups One, Grown Ups Two. You know, basically, anytime he's got Adam Sandler nearby, he's yeah. not funny. So his, at all. his paycheck movies. Well, great, but then where's his movies that he's going to cash in those paychecks, you know? And that's what this is. This is funny as hell. Um, You know, he's really good in it. I think he he lets some information about himself, you know, whether it's real or not. It feels pretty deep. To me, it does. Um, You know, but he's good. Rodeo Dawson's good. And I will tell you right now that you will never look at Planet of the Apes, uh, the original one, in the same fashion. Because he has one of the greatest (laughs) rants about how he believes it's the cause of one of the Probably most tragic uh, events in U.S. history. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, no, and all I'll say is, look at the date that Planet of the Apes came out, and then look at the next day. All right, that's it. That's, we'll, we'll tell you later. <laughs> I want to see this now. Yeah, it's, uh, it, yeah. sounds, it sounds good. You, I can't it, wait. But he's really it. good in it. I liked it a lot. Uh, I give it three. Three stars. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, the other one is what is? It? Oh, Exodus. Uh, Gods and Kings. Uh, uh, Ridley the, Scott takes us back to biblical days. It's the remake of the Ten Commandments. Yep, it's Moses. No Christ- spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, it's funny because you mentioned that because where's your Messiah now? See, yeah, man, see, let him go. Um, so, oh, oh, from the, are there any Jews from the Lower East Side of <laughs> Egypt? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, yeah, it's Christian Bale playing Moses, uh, Joel Edgerton playing Ramses. Uh, if you know, if you ever went to Sunday school for at least a couple of days, you probably know the story. Now, most people have, have never read it. They just they just saw the movie. They just saw the movies. Yeah, the Ten Commandments. Hey. But it's you know, uh, they were raised pretty much like brothers. Uh, they find out that Christian Bale is actually you know Hebrew, so they exile him. And then he gets a you know the burning bush tells him that you know you need to go save your people. Hmm. Uh, I liked it. I will say that the concern of whitewashing this film is out there, obviously. I think that the way Ridley Scott answered the question was horrible. Yes. In the sense of, <laughs> I can't have Muhammad so-and-so be my lead yeah. star. Yeah. You could just say, I need a big name actor to, yeah. get, to get a big, that's, you know. Yeah. Because that's I, the truth. And that's yeah. a shitty truth, mm-hmm. but that's just what it is. You're not going to get, uh, you know, I'm not sure what the budget is, well, at least a couple, a couple hundred million. Back to Cleopatra, Angelina Jolie. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's a it's a harsh truth, but it is the truth. Um, but I, I like Christian Bale. I thought he was good in it. Uh, Joel Edgerton's good. The, you know, I don't like using the word epic, but this is one of those epic films. You know, just you know, it, the, the, the scale of it is, is enormous. And you say, you know, w- don't spoil the ending. 
that's one of my problems with it because it feels long in the sense that every TV spot and trailer you saw is the Parting of the Red Seas. So what's the last scene, obviously, Parting that? The Red so, so you're kind of like, let's get there. They spend so much time on the plagues. Now, I will say this. There are a few things that they do that I think religious people will get pissed off at is that uh, they try to want, like the advisor of the Pharaoh is like, this isn't God's work of the plagues. Like, this is what happened in the river. This, you know, we oh, know this, this chokes is how the fish, the frogs come out, like no. the frogs die. You know, and this is like and he's he, trying to use science. Yeah, yeah, exactly. How dare he? And then, and then, with the burning bush of God talking to uh, Christian Bale is uh, that he got there was a rock slide on the mountain and he got hit right in the head. So his wife was like, "You didn't hear anything. You just you're, you're just delusional. You're losing. But I will say that uh, in the BFCA, we have to choose. It's they have goofy categories, but it's uh, like your was it best child actor performances? And I'm like, I don't even know, but. One of my favorite ones is the kid who actually plays God, like God's voice. He's this eleven-year-old kid. He, is he Metatron or is he just the voice of God? He, I mean, he's. I think he, he's. Uh, I think just the voice of God. I mean, he's talking to him like he's God. Yeah. So he's like, you know, you. What do I do? Well, because there, there's usually the story is the human host mm-hmm. of the voice of God. Well, it could is, be was Metatron. Could so. be that. Um, but uh, no, I li- I liked it. You know, it just feels a little long, but it was good too. I give that one three as well. Three stars. Oh, okay. So God bless you. Got some good movies to see. <laughs> All right. Yeah, not a bad weekend. What's uh? We got uh, games and DVDs. Yeah. Nope. Uh, no games. There's I, nothing. I'm I'm gonna take a second here. Um, those of you who've been listening, Carrie and I have both been talking about Marvel Unlimited. Yes. Uh, oh yeah. Seriously, people. Get on it. It's good. It's it's the best ten it. bucks a month you can spend. Yeah. Um, I I literally read comic books for about an hour and a half to two hours a day now, just because I'm going through uh, nice. the new Avengers and the Avengers run. Uh, I think Hickman's doing them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, some of the so best. It's like, it's like you're going to college. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like oh, homework. Some mm-hmm. of the best science fiction I've ever read. I was, yeah, was going to say it's some really, life. it's really heady. Science We're talking fiction. alternate Earths and the Illuminati getting together to try to figure out how to build a Godbreaker weapon, and it's oh, cool. just some amazing, amazing stuff. Incredibly well illustrated. When a guy who loves X Men as much as I do actually says my favorite Kurt comic is an Avengers story, uh, it's it's good stuff. So seriously, the best ten bucks you can spend right now. All right. Um, well, I wanted to say something oh, real quick it. too. Uh, so uh, I just want to give some shout out. I, first of all, once again, I want to give a shout out to the people who listen to this show. Uh, some of the fucking best people on the planet. Uh, a lot of shits happened to me in the last two years. Devastated me financially, and I was crying about it on Facebook the other day. And uh, so we were like, well, let us help you. And I was like, no, because it makes me feel like a piece of shit. Uh, and they basically said, well, sorry, stupid, we got your email. And they... Uh, you do have that PayPal account connected to it. Yeah, and they just... Uh, <laughs> so I just want to say uh, special thanks to Dave uh, Kazarian, Brittany Bailey, somebody calling themselves Gameworks. I don't think that's your real uh, <laughs> name. Uh, and Lennon McGuire. Uh, thank you, even though I begged you not to do that. You did it, and... Uh, I'm going to send you out something cute in the mail. <laughs> Nude photos. Oh, no. <laughs> Snapchat stuff. Super cute. Uh, also, write a will. Don't fuck over your relatives when you die, yeah. assholes. Good advice. Let's see. DVDs and Blu-rays. Uh, I was surprised. Uh, you know, all these YA uh, novel adaptations are coming out. The Maze Runner was actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. I like that one. Said that, yeah. what, uh, what wasn't that good was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm, it's out now. <laughs> Debatable. Yeah. <laughs> Jay kind of liked it. I still liked it. Yeah. I had a debate with the kids at the sub about it. This is, this is why we're going to counseling, Jay. Did they like it? <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. Kids, the kids liked it? Yeah, the kids liked it. They don't know yeah. anything. What do they Do you know? hear, I guess they're already kind of announcing the, the director of a film that was terrible this year called Earth to Echo. Uh, oh, God, that he's was taken the, He's taken the sequel. 
Oh. And, but he did say he's going to put Rocksteady and Bebop in there. Oh, okay. So well, everything's okay then. <laughs> not really. Uh, this is Where I Leave You was a fun film with uh, Jason Bateman and Tina Fey. Really funny. Uh, was oh. he? Whoop. No, I, oh, I, I, I want to see that. I'm I, sorry. It's really good. Uh, Magic in the Moonlight was Woody Allen's film this year because he makes one every single year. Perv. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, what young lady was he stupid in this one? All of them. Uh, the Skeleton Twins was a great film from Sundance. <laughs> want year. to see it so it, bad? Really good. Bill Hader and Kristen Wiig. Yeah, she's I actually. See that. Yeah, oh. she's one of my favorite actresses. I of the like year. her. Yeah. Uh, Clive Barker's Lord of Illusions is on Blu-ray. <laughs> okay. Um, can I throw out a cautionary tale? Just stay away. Because <laughs> if it holds up as well as Nightbreed did, you're just going to want to shoot yourself. Mm. Scott Bakula. Is he in that? Yeah. I know uh, Carrie's excited for Tootsie is now a Criterion. I've ordered it already. Great movie. Love that movie. Yep. One it's of my favorites. <laughs> and uh, I think that might be all the big ones. My recommend, pick up that Time Bandits Blu-ray Criterion. Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful looking. There's a... Sorry. And Guardians of the Galaxy, of course. I apologize. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Yep. There is a TV one out this week. Oh, There's yes. A what? what? A TV recommendation? Hey, is it the one I'm looking at? Peter Pan Live? <laughs> oh, I got it right. <laughs> Why? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did want Why? to Did you watch it at all? Oh, I watched most of it. Yeah. And, and there. Uh, I'm so glad I mean, I, I, in and of itself, it's not terrible. But. Walking was my favorite what was, part. Yeah. In 1960, it was cool. To have this woman playing a boy yeah. flying around on wires. I saw it live. That was 50. You did not. Uh, yeah, 1973. My mom took me to see it in Los Angeles. Oh, oh I thought you meant the Mary Martin one. No, no I was going to say, that was 1960. <laughs> you weren't born yet. Um, I'm not sure I was born yet. Uh, but it's 2014, and why? And, and the thing about doing live TV is that... Uh, <laughs> it's sort of like NASCAR. You go waiting for the horrible pilot. You do. Oh, yeah. That's the whole reason these people watch and it. And the reason to do something live is because there's some sense of danger. There was no sense of danger. This was so overproduced. There's even some question as to whether the music tracks were live, whether the oh, singing was live. Wow. Um, and NBC has given non-definitive answers. But it, even if you saw it live on the East Coast... There was no sense of danger. Yeah. You're going to buy the effing DVD? <laughs> Seriously? Well, and even if there was a, a colossal fuck-up, you know they'd take it off. they take it out. It. For well, sure. Plus, uh, what little kid is going to watch? It was three hours on live TV, oh, yeah. and it's 132 minutes, I think, yeah. you know, on the DVD. Mr. Smee, what is that ticking? <laughs> I hear is a watch. Uh, that a watch that's that up is my the, ass. <laughs> that is that is the first time that I've seen uh, that I've seen a television show almost break Facebook with people saying, "God, this is boring." Oh, yeah. Well, there was two, two things. Right. Uh, one, James Franco's uh, on Saturday Night Live was pretty good, but uh, Smee. Uh, if you looked on the Smee, he had a, a Mandalorian tattoo. Yeah, really. <laughs> kind of taking you out of it. You know, really. Right? You couldn't you couldn't wear a sleeve or something? Yeah. <laughs> Quickly, we got to wrap this up. Yeah, I got one recommend. Um, if you, you guys probably have already seen it, but just if you're as a stand-up comedy guy, I got to recommend Bill Burr's new special on it's Netflix. It's good. Uh, it's very good. Uh, what's it? Damn it, I already forgot. It's I'm sorry. You, I'm sorry you feel that way. Yeah. Go watch it now. He uh, when he came through Utah at Wise Guys, that was pretty much. If you saw that, you, you, you've kind of seen this, but it's mm. it's he's so, he's one of the best yeah, out there. It's, it's wonderful. Uh, yes, yeah, so at the end, of uh, stay tuned, because right after this, mm -hmm. we have interviews from London. Yeah, Martin Freeman and all the elves. Oh, Yeah. Bilbo. <laughs> uh, wow. I'm so proud of you. Going to London and Aww. interviewing famous people. Yeah. 
Wrap us up here, Mr. B. God damn it, Charlie. Can we watch more ham? (laughs) (laughs) Very nice to meet you. Thank you. Thanks, Jimmy. Your roles in Hobbit, Fargo, Sherlock Holmes are fantastic. Thank you. Um, you, What kind of draws you to a role? Is there anything specifically that you're like, I want it? Um, There's something sort of intangible about it, I suppose, for my own taste. Uh, I like doing things that interest me, whether it's a character doing something that's interesting or or a piece saying something interesting. Hopefully Mm. it's both of those things. Um, If you get to say and do smart stuff, that's (laughs) always a really, really big bonus for me. That's why, you know, Sherlock's a great gig for that. Sure, sure. uh, The Hobbit is a great gig for being the heart of this story and um, um, among fantastical things but also very human emotions being played as mm-hmm. well um, yeah it's it's th- it's those really I mean do there's something about there won't always be a rule about what you know what ticks a box it'll just yeah. be something that I respond to individually sometimes if a character doesn't say anything I yeah. think that's still you know what he's doing is interesting sure know? sure you know uh, <laughs> over the past years of, of doing this whole trilogy now now that's kind of wrapping up is there one moment that kind of defines the experience that you had on set that you kind of remember that... No, there is not. No, I'd, love to give, I'd love to give you a more friendly answer. <laughs> no, there isn't. There's just so much of it. You yeah. Know? And, and there's, I, I watched the film last night and there were bits I had no recollection of really? at all. Yeah. But not many. I, I remembered most of it, but there were a couple of bits where I thought, no, don't remember that at all. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. just kind of flew by time ago. in a yeah. breeze. Yeah. yeah. And I've also heard that uh, Peter's got uh, like warehouses just full of props in New yeah, Zealand. So, yeah. and, uh, and I was talking with some of the other people. Is there one prop you'd like to walk in there and just kind of put in your pocket and, and walk out? <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I kind of got a, I got my sword and I got my uh, dressing gown from the yeah. Hobbit, so I was I was happy with those really. That's yeah. that's the ones I wanted, and I got the contract as well, the yeah. contract that Bilbo is given by the dwarves. Oh, nice trip. I've got that on my wall. So, um, no, I, they they were quite generous with uh, letting us walk away with stuff in our pockets. Actually. Yeah, I, I've heard he's got some stuff from from other films too. That like yes, I think so. He's a huge collector. Well, he's not not only things from films. We yeah. one day we were talking about we were talking about. Um, Weirdly, now imitation game is coming out, but about Alan Turing, we were mm-hmm. talking about the whole Bletchley and the breaking of the Nazi code and sure. stuff. And, uh, and and Pete kind of went, "What was it? Something like <laughs> yeah, interesting you talk about." And he went away and he brought on one of the instruments that they had used at Bletchley. You know, oh, he's wow. just a, he's fascinated in history and he's fascinated in the history of film, but also the history of yeah. people. Um, he has all sorts of stuff tucked away <laughs> that you think, oh, I'd love that. I'd love it. You know, he has yeah. cars, planes, tanks, all kinds of things. You know, he's like a, I've always said he's the 12-year-old with a beard. Yeah, it's like, it's like Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> and i got to say real fast that, you know, uh, you've given me and my wife a fun thing to say to each other every now and then is every time we uh, leave to go out into the cold because we're from Salt Lake City, ah. uh, we always say, put your hood up. Yeah, and right, okay, it's, yeah. it's the meanest thing you can probably say to somebody It's awful, now. isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's horrible. So, so there, thank you so much. I appreciate thanks it. Thanks a lot. Great right. to meet you. Thanks. thanks. Cheers, man. How's it going? I got all my elves together, all all bunched up. Is is that how it was kind of on set? Was like kind of like a junior high school dance where like the elves are on one side, the orcs on the other. We don't really really talk, and you know, a little bit. bit. No, no, we all we all commingled. Yeah, yeah. We we interracially mingled (laughs) on set. That's well said. I hung out a lot with the dwarves. I really enjoyed the dwarves' company. Although Lee and I were roomies for a while, that was fun. (laughs) We had a little elven home. to New Zealand. Mm. Is there a favorite uh, phrase that you guys learned in your language that that you can recall? I like melon because it's the sound. Yeah. And it's a nice Very. word. What were you saying? What do you like? I just like. I think it's the first Elvis that I learned, and it, it's never well, left my head. Which? Dedio didi Oh yeah. 
I like Hanle Songur. We're just gonna elf. We're just gonna elvish out on you right now. The you know what's so funny is the first line of Elvish I ever learned is the only line of Elvish I can ever remember. Yeah, that's how I feel. Peter Jackson has basically like secret warehouses full of props throughout New Zealand. And uh, if you could take a stroll through that warehouse and put one of those props in your pocket, what would you like to take with you? My white well, <laughs> I want the ring. The ring? Really? You want the ring. ring? The ring. <laughs> I want Didn't the you ring. watch these movies, Evangeline? Do you know what happens when you get that <laughs> ring? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That says an awful lot like, about you, babe. I know. Mm. Mm. Questionable Bit of a giveaway. Yeah. Bit of a giveaway here, guys. Maybe I just like small things, and those warehouses are full of massive, uh, incredible you end up like things. like Gollum if you get that ring. <laughs> <laughs> and I've heard that there's even ones that front, not even from the movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, he's got warehouses full yeah. of planes, bro. Yeah. Like, <laughs> airplanes. No, like, he's a, I went up in some of them, like First World War. And, mm-hmm. But he's like a collector and a, and a, and a, and a re... I mean, it's like he's sort of collecting and then maintaining and sustaining history in some of those things. You know yeah. what I mean? I think that's the way he looks mm-hmm. at it, you know. Is there one moment on the set that kind of defines your whole experience with, with this trilogy? Oh, well, there was, I guess, the day we, we, when we were shooting some of the battle. I mean, Peter, Peter Jackson has orchestrated this incredible battle with, dwells, uh, with elves and dwarves and orcs and eagles. And, um, and, uh, and I'll remember being in, in the middle of it on my kind of elk <laughs> riding around and falling off and yeah. <laughs> coming back on adjusting my crown and that's what I feel like cool. sums up my experience sums up your experience falling off your elk yeah. <laughs> um, cool. I got I got I almost got knocked out by an orc in the battle of five armies I was seeing stars and thought I was gonna KO and managed to stay on my feet but that that fight that sequence um, was very complicated it was very long and the and the moment I was supposed to duck was right in the middle of of a sequence of about eight orc kills and I forgot to duck and that I don't know that moment I guess could could stand out for me as a defining moment in the film (laughs) I um it was actually one of my last shots I think but I had to um stick my white knife into the head of a giant white blue green ball which was representing an orc and then and then sort of maneuver it around like a joystick <laughs> and yeah. um and and i was thinking to myself well i kind of knew what this was going to be but sort of only just sort of knew what this was going to be like and that was one of those moments where you just go this is in the hands of our genius director who you know Pete always comes up with something phenomenal and you you can be doing what you feel or think is potentially the most ridiculous moment and strange thing yeah. you know it's like yeah. what is this going to be and then you go and sit in the movie and it's like that was really cool that's cool that is cool, yeah. cool. You know I mean? thank you so much guys I sincerely appreciate it <laughs> thank you thanks, thanks so much <laughs> thank you